Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me today. So, I have just spent the last week feeling a little bit under the weather. I've had some dental problems. And I should also mention if you can hear some noise in the background, that is because I'm currently dog sitting. So, that means I'm looking after someone's dog while they're on holiday. At the moment, I think he wants to go for a walk. So, he might be making some noise, but I won't be too long for his benefit, too. But yes, I've been a little bit under the weather with dental problems, which means I've been a little bit sick and in pain. It's all better now, I'm all okay. I'm finally ready to record this podcast again the day before I'm releasing it. So maybe I'll make it a little bit shorter today. We'll see if that actually happens or not. Let's find out. Just to remind everyone that if you want to see the transcript for today's episode, you can go to my podcast page you go if you go to ewmichael.com forward slash podcast click on this episode's link which will be number 44 episode 44 then you can find a transcript where you can read everything I'm saying while I'm saying it so I had a request to talk about my recent travel and if you follow the podcast maybe you're fed up of me talking about it I'm not sure But I thought it might be an interesting thing to discuss, and also I want to discuss my plans for the future of the podcast. I've got a lot on my mind at the moment. So, from November to the end of January, I spent three months in Japan, then Thailand, then Vietnam, and then Indonesia. So I went to four countries altogether. Apart from Japan, it was my first time in all of those countries, and it was a really, really incredible experience. It's really something that I will never forget. Um, My motivation or my reason to go to Japan specifically was about language. So my goal was to immerse myself in the language there, try to do things that that typical tourists do not do, and see how much Japanese I could learn in that time. And there were some good days and there were some bad days, but ultimately it was an amazing experience, and I learned so much about language learning that I feel like I could translate to this podcast and English learning as well. So for three weeks in Japan, I did a volunteer program where I volunteered on organic farms. And this is something that you could do as well, and they have it in many countries, like UK, Australia, probably most other countries you want to travel to as well. And yeah, basically it's a kind of a free exchange. There's like a small membership fee. But the idea is that you do some work on the farm. In exchange, they will give you a place to sleep and food as well. So, the name of this organisation is Woofing. So, that is W-W-O-O-F. Worldwide 
opportunities on organic farms, I believe. So my first two weeks in Japan, I went almost right away to the countryside north of Kyoto and I stayed with a Buddhist monk and it was great because I learned a lot from him. His English was very good, which was kind of a shame because, you know, it wasn't always possible to speak purely Japanese. But during the day, I did some farm work, like cutting grass, harvesting vegetables, pumpkins, peppers, that kind of stuff. Kind of enjoyable, relaxing way of life. While doing so, I would kind of say hi or make small talk with some of the locals in the village. Um, they didn't speak any English at all, so that was a good experience to see how the people live there. At lunchtime and in the evening, I was treated with delicious Japanese food, really amazing food made by a local. Um, of course, that way, you know, they can tell me what is good to eat, how to eat things, the customs. So I think it's an important lesson, you know, when you do travel to another country, any way that you can find to interact with the local people is always a really good thing. So think about if you do come for, let's say, to England, for example, what ways can you find to you know, meet new people and put yourself in these situations? And that's something I'll be trying to do a lot more in the future as well. So besides from that, I did also just spend some time doing a little bit of sightseeing. I really made it my goal as well to meet as many people as possible. So I think in the whole three months, maybe I went to a restaurant alone once. So whenever I wanted to go and eat out, I would use a travel app on my phone to try and meet new people. And that was a really good thing for me to do. And it really helped me grow. After my volunteer work in Japan, I just continued to work. So I was continuing my lessons and the podcast, as you might know, but I was traveling at the same time. So that was a nice experience as well to be able to travel and work at the same time. But more than anything, it wasn't so much about, a, it wasn't really a sightseeing trip. I didn't want to be a tourist. My aim in all these countries was to kind of see what it's like to live there. And that was a really cool thing for me to see is just act like a normal person, go to the same shops every day, make small talk with people, meet local people, uh, maybe do a little bit of like hiking and stuff like that, but nothing too crazy. I wasn't that interested in seeing the typical tourist sites. One of the things that stood out to me was how it's not so important what I do, but the company I'm with, so who I'm doing it with. And that's you know, not related to language learning, of course, but that was a really nice thing for me to realise. But maybe, I don't know, how about you? When you travel, do you prefer to just live like a local person? Or do you prefer to be more of a tourist and see these kind of famous sites and perhaps not act as though you're living there? You know, everyone has their own preference, but I'd like to hear if yours are different than mine. I'd like to hear what you think. So yeah, just to summarise, like Japan was amazing. It always has a special place in my heart. You know, I can't quite put my finger on it, which means I don't exactly know why, but I always feel very at home in Japan. It feels very comfortable for me. Um, 
I, I suppose I'm quite familiar with the culture and the mannerisms and the way that Japanese people tend to be in general terms. And I've never before had such a deep insight into another culture. So that was incredible. Thailand, I spent one month there. That was also amazing. I, I know I have many listeners from Thailand. So your country is really incredible. Um, I didn't travel within Thailand so much, but the way of life seems very, even in the city, seems very kind of laid back, perhaps. People seem a lot more easygoing compared to many people in the UK who get so angry over tiny, tiny things. Um, again, generally speaking, not always. And everyone appears to be so friendly, so open to meet new people and so welcoming as well. So that was a really nice thing. Then I spent one week in Vietnam in Ho Chi Minh City and that was a huge, huge culture shock for me because I had never seen such a busy, bustling city before. There were motorbikes everywhere, pollution, air quality wasn't so good as you can imagine. So the first three days of that trip, I didn't actually like it. It was too overwhelming for me. But once I got used to it, once I met, I met a very nice man who lived there, a local, a local Vietnamese man. He showed me around a little bit, took me to some local places to eat. And I eventually found that I really liked it. It just takes a while to grow on me. And that expression means you know, to grow on me means I like it over some time. I don't like it instantly. And finally, Indonesia. I didn't go to any touristy place at all. In fact, I was one of the only Westerners, the only foreigners in the place I was staying. I couldn't see many other foreigners. And that was really nice to me. It was really cool to see kind of the normal life in like the suburb of Jakarta. Um, everyone was incredibly friendly. I noticed people would always talk to me and say something to me. And that was also a really nice thing too. Okay, so I've got three big takeaways from this trip. My three biggest takeaways. And these are things that I learnt that I think I will take with me for the rest of my life. And maybe might be interesting for you as well. So number one is to always try to leave your comfort zone. This is, you know, advice that's always given and often it goes in one ear and goes out the other ear and it doesn't quite sink in. But I realise that, let me say for myself, I will never be ready. I will never feel ready to leave my comfort zone. It's something that you just have to do. Maybe much like jumping in to a lake from like a high rock you always feel that fear. You never feel comfortable to jump, but you have to do it in spite of the fear. And the reason I say that is because whenever I left my comfort zone, I did something scary or I didn't really want to do. Something good always happened. Maybe 99% of the time, a good thing will happen. You'll make a new friend, you'll see a new place, you'll have a fantastic new experience. And in terms of language, I think the best improvements you can make in English 
are the ones that happen when you leave your comfort zone. When you do something a little bit more scary, like booking that English lesson or that online lesson, or booking the trip to that country to practice English. My second big takeaway is do not delay your dreams. Now this sounds like very motivational. I don't know if it's coming across that way. I hope it is, that, that would be nice. I always had the dream to do some kind of volunteer program, especially in Japan. And it always seemed like it wasn't for me, like it's too extreme. But I just made that single, simple step of just booking the flight. And once I had done that, it was locked in place. I couldn't change it. Another expression, it was set in stone. It's unable to be changed. Whatever kind of dreams or plans you have for your life that you're thinking about at the moment, see if there's anything you can do to make it happen. You don't have to do it right now, but perhaps there's like one step that you can take. It could be booking a plane ticket. It could be just telling someone your intention to do it. It could be buying that English textbook and restarting your studies. Whatever it is, there's some tiny thing you can do to start that will build momentum and help you towards your dream. That was a big realization to me. The final biggest takeaway I had from the trip was you really have no idea how far you can go and what you're capable of. So another thing I kept thinking was if you keep changing your life, even little tiny bits at a time, this time next year or in five years, you can be a completely different person and hopefully a better person too. The reason I say this is because before my trip, I was still quite a nervous and awkward person. You know, if you meet me in real life, you'll see I'm not always so comfortable with face-to-face -face interactions. I get a little bit anxious, a little bit nervous, but putting myself in situations where I could work on this and meet people and improve, I realised that it's not built into me. I don't have to be that way. So that was a really nice thing to find and really nice thing to realize is that you, know, you are capable of much more than you realize. So try to avoid using the word impossible in your English studies and in your life. That's my motivation for today. I hope you felt that motivation. And please let me know what that means to you. If you got anything from what I just said, let me know. Let me know what you're thinking about. And as I mentioned before, I made a lot of notes about language while I was in Japan in particular, and a little bit in Thailand, although I didn't really learn much Thai. So I have organised my many, many notes into podcast plans. So I want to give you a preview of what's coming up in future podcasts. And I think it will be very interesting and hopefully very useful as well for English learners. So I've got some topics such as, of course, how to practice English while traveling. And that will go into maybe the best apps you can use to meet people and meet local people to practice. 
how to be confident in your language, how to even use a dictionary to help you learn. A very important skill. I also want to look at the difference between learning from a vocabulary list and learning from real life situations. So I've got a lot of good stories I can talk about there. Of course, I want to talk about leaving the comfort zone and why that can be so useful when you travel. Another thing that I did is I had some in-person language exchanges. So I want to do a podcast at some point on language exchange in person versus online. So which is better and why? And here's a really interesting one that I think many of you might have felt or you might be feeling now. And this is the question, why is my English getting worse? So I had this feeling myself with Japanese and I did a lot of research and thought into this. Sometimes you're studying every day, but you feel like you're not improving or you're getting worse. So I've got a lot to talk about there. So that's going to be for the future. Another point is the importance of learning about culture and how culture and language are maybe more connected than you think. Now you have to learn about culture to learn the language. That will be the question anyway that we can discuss. Perhaps is it a good idea to take a break in English? Sometimes it might be a good idea to take a break. That's another thing that we can discuss. And I've got many, many more. I've got maybe reasons why you shouldn't learn slang or expressions, how you can use flashcards, learning through observation, and much, much more. I think I'll stop now, but hopefully that's given you a good preview of what is to come in the next few podcasts. I hope you're as excited as I am. I think they're going to be really exciting ones, and with your help and support, I can keep making these, and I really appreciate it too. I may have said this should be a shorter podcast, but I guess, you know, I like to talk, so it's probably gone on for a normal length of time. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. It was a little bit different today, a little bit more of an update kind of podcast. But yeah, thank you for listening anyway. I hope it was good listening practice, and I will see you next week. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.